I begin the Gemara today towards the bottom of Daf Tezayin Amid Beis, where it says, Rabbe Bar Barchana. About six or seven lines up from the bottom of the page. So this Gemara continues the discussion that we had before over here, two versions about this, whether when two shluchim deliver a get from Chutz Laretz to Eretz Yisrael, so Bechlal, Chachamim instituted that they must testify that the get is kosher. Befanei nichta, befanei nechta. Question is, does that takana apply even when two shluchim deliver the get? Now, simply that shaila is dependent on the machlekes of Rabbah and Rabbah. <coughs> What's the purpose of uh, testifying about this get? Is it for the fact that we should know that it was written lishma? Then it doesn't make a difference if it's one or two adim, or is it to verify the signatures? If it's about verifying the signatures, so then we say that you have two shluchim right over here; they can verify the signatures. They don't have to testify anything else. Or the Gemara before said that even according to Rabbah, because it's Acha Shalomdu, now everybody knows the halacha of Lishma, and it's only a gzeda. It's a gzeda that things may revert back to the way it was. So if, if, if it's two shluchim that are bringing a get, since it's loy shchicha, it's uncommon for two shluchim to, re- to deliver a get, did Chachamim apply this gzeda even by two shluchim, which is not common? That was the way the Gemara described this before. So here, the next omit of the Gemara will be a continuation of that uh, discussion. Sigmar says, Rabbi Barbachana Cholash, Rabbi Barbachana got sick. So all Ligabe, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi went to him, to go to Bimavaka to, to see, to ask him, to inquire how he's doing. So when they were by him, so they discussed a Torah subject, and they asked him the Shailah of Arsogir. Shnaim Shiviu get me Medina Sayam, two Shluchim delivering a get from Medina Sayam. Do they have to testify that it was written and signed in front of them? Or they do not. answered, They don't have to testify about anything. And he added the following svara, which the Gemara already broke before in Davhei. If these two shluchim would come and say that in front of us this woman was divorced, the get was given to her in front of and in our presence, would they not be believed? So if they could say that, so therefore they're not, there's no issue with this get at all. They can give the get and they're believed and they don't have to testify about anything else. So this is sort of a different svara, sort of a different svara than I mentioned before regarding why two shluchim uh, don't have to say anything. They, these, they, they can come and testify about the divorce themselves. There's no additional requirement for them to verify anything. Adahachi, while they were there, they were having this conversation, so this Chabara came, Chabara Rashi says is one of the Persian Goyim, the Yidin then are in Bavel, and the Persians are there, they're the ones that uh, were the government, and there was Xayda in that time, that on the day of a holiday, they can't have any candles lit, besides in their, in their houses of worship, you can't have any candle lit anywhere. So they had candles lit there, and they were having this discussion. So this Chabara came, and he took away the candle from in front of them, had no light. So this was Xayda in that time period, which was very difficult uh, to be able to do anything without any light. But now they weren't able to learn and so on. So Omar, Rabbi Barbachana said, Rachmana, Eibishter, Oi betulach, either we should be in your shadow, that Eibishter should protect us, Oi betulach de Baresov, or at least we should be in the shadow of the descendants of Esav, which are the Romans. He was saying that it's easier to be in Golos by the Romans. The decree of the Romans aren't as bad as the decrees over here in Bavel that, that the Persians made upon us. That's what Rabbi Rabbachana said. So the Gemara asks on this, Shall we say, 
that the Gaulus of the Romans, the Xeris and the Gaulus of the Romans, is easier to deal with than the Xeris of the Persians that are, that are in Babel. But Vatani, we learned in the Brais to the opposite. Vatani Rabchir, Rabchir said, "My dechsev." What's the meaning of the pasuk where it says, "Elakim haven darka"? They understood the ways of Tera and the ones that learned Tera, and v'hu yadas makayma, and they knows its place. What does this mean? Yidei Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael, they knows regarding Yidden she'ein yechayil nekabel gzeres reimim. They will not be able to handle the decrees of the Romans, and therefore, Ahmad v'higla isam lebavel. So where does the Ebesh send Yidin into exile? Into a place like Babel. There were also Xadis in Babel, but the Xadis of Babel, of the Babylonians or the Persians there, are not as harsh as the Xadis of the Romans. So how can we say that Rabbi Barbachana was saying that it's better to be in Gaulus by the Romans than to be in Babel by the Persians? That's the Gemara, there are different time periods. Loikashi, it's not a question. This b'raiser of Chiyah, Darshan from the Pasik, that's speaking about when Yidin were in Bavel and the Babylonians were the ones that were ruling there before the Persians came. Now she says when the Yidin came first to Bavel, who, who destroyed the base of Mikdash? So you had Nebuchadnezzar, which was a king from Bavel. Then following him, Rashi brings it was Evel Meredech and then Balshatzer. So in that time period, Yidin had it easier in Bavel and therefore. The Pasuk says, Lekim Haven Darka, they should find a place for the Eden that they are going to be under this government, but still it'll be easier for them. But then, But then after the Persians came and took over the kingdom, Ashir says that began from Kairish and further on, when he took over the kingdom, so then the Persians were the ones that were ruling in Babel, then things became more difficult, and that's when Rabbi Barbachana was wishing that they would be under the Romans. That's Rashi's Pshat in this Gemara. Okay, going back now to the very last case of the Mishnah in the beginning of the Paidic, which will continue this discussion regarding <coughs> two shluchim delivering a get. So the Mishnah said, <laughs> So one is saying about this get brought here from Medina Sayyam, Teretz Yisrael, that it was written in front of him. <laughs> and two are testifying <laughs> that this get was signed in front of us. So the Mishnah said, Kosher. <laughs> in such a case, this testimony is accepted and the get is kosher. Why is it kosher? Don't you have to testify together? So Rabbi Yechinen explained, The one that's testifying that the get was written in front of him, he is the shliach. And he's saying that it was written in front of him. So true, he's not testifying that the get was signed in front of him, but there are two that are testifying about the signature. So therefore, the Nasa Kishnayim Ozeh, or Kishnayim Ozeh. So now, it's as if you have two Adam testifying for the writing of the Get, and two Adam testifying for the signing of the Get. Because the Shliach, that's one Shliach, testifying about the writing of the Get, but the words of a Shliach are trusted like two. That, that's the part of the Takana that Chazal said, we had in the beginning of the Masechta, that we trust one like two, he's very Medayik, and we trust him like two. And then, the other two that are testifying about the signatures, they're not the shluchim, but they're two. So now you have two for the signatures, and two for the writing of the get as well, so therefore it's perfect. But if the shluchim are the ones that are testifying for the signatures of the get, and then that one individual that's testifying about the writing of the get is not a shliach, so he's just counted as one person, one aid on the writing of the get, so then possible then the get will be possible. You only have one aid for the writing of the get. Says the Gemara, what do we see from this? Alma, from this I see, Kasava, Rabbi Yechenon's opinion is, Shnayim, Shevi, get me Medina Sayam. Even if two shluchim 
are delivering a get from Medina Sayyam to Yisrael, they still have to testify that the get was written and signed in front of them. And that's why he's saying that it'll be, be, it'll be, it'll be a difference here, whether the two shluchim are saying, that is, or it's the one shluch that's saying, because you still need that testimony, even if it's shluchim. I'm going back to the previous cases of the Mishnah, and which was already really discussed on the previous Omid. So if so, what did it say earlier in the Mishnah? In the Reish of the Mishnah where it says, Two Adam are saying that the get was, signed, was written in front of them. And one says that it was signed in front of them. So the Tanakhama there says it's possible. And Rabbi Yehuda says it's kosher. So according to your interpretation, even if there are two shluchim that are delivering the get, the get should still be possible. Because you're saying that even two do have to testify So Rav Ami answered, yeah, you're right, in. This is true. This is Rabbi Yechelen's opinion. Even two that deliver a get, if they don't give the proper testimony for the kashas of the get, it'll be possible. This is one version of the story, or what happened actually in one time. But now, Zimnin, there was another time, Ashkechei, so Rab, Rab Ami, or Rab Asi rather, found Rab Ami, the Yosef Ka'oma, that he was sitting and was saying in the name of Rabbi Yechinen, basically the exact opposite. Going back to the case of the Mishnah, where one is saying, B'fanai Nichtav, and two are testifying, B'fanai Nechtav. So he mm-hmm. said about the Mishnah, Da'filiget, Yeitze, Mitachas, Yidei, Eidich, Simeh that even if the get was delivered by the two shluchim and they were the Eide, they are testifying about the edim of the signatures. And you have just one that's testifying about the writing of the get. And that one is not a shliach. So his testimony is just of one aid. Nevertheless, kosher. It'll still be kosher even though you don't have a proper testimony for the writing of the get. So now the Gemara says, based on this, Alma, why would it be kosher? You don't have a proper testimony for the ksiva of the get. So from this I see that he holds once you have two shluchim that are delivering their get you really don't have to testify anything. So the fact that you don't have a proper edus on the ksiv, it doesn't matter. You don't need any of this testimony at all. So then, again, the Gemara explains according to this, the previous case in the mission as well. So Ravasi said to Ravami, so based on this, the previous case of the Mishnah where it says that that it's two that say that it was written in front of them and one says that it was signed in front of them puzzle. so the Tanakhama says it would be puzzle. and Abhuda says it would be kosher why would it be kosher? so time the only reason why there's an argument over here so actually the Gemara is saying time on the Tanakhama why would the Tanakhama say it's puzzle? because the Eina get Yitzim because there are no two shluchim that deliver the get. Oh, get, But if it was two shluchim that delivered the get, then there would be no argument there. Even the Rabbana would agree. That's what it comes out according to this, uh, what he told him now. That when once two deliver the get, there's no problem at all. But Omalei, Rabasi tells Rabami, uh, again, for, for, so first he responds to him and says, you're right. Omalei in, yes, this is true. If two deliver the get, there's no problem. But now, Rav Asi asked Rav Ami, but there was another time that I discussed this with you, and you told me the, the opposite in the name of Rabbi Yechinen. So what happened? Which one is, uh, what, what's, the, what's the halacha? 
and this is the conclusion of this uh, of this whole sugya about two delivering a get. So he told him this last version that you heard from me now, that if two deliver a get, they do not have to testify for the kashas of this get. That is the halacha. Yes, said he, shaloi timoit. This is a like a like a, a nail or a peg that's like banged into the ground that cannot be botched from its place. This is the final halacha of this version that they do not have to testify and this, with this, we close the sugya of that we had in the beginning of the Masechta, and over here, the last few blat, from here, the Gemara moves on to a new subject. Okay, so the next Mishnah will discuss the halacha of zman, the fact that you have to write a date in a get. Minatayre, you don't have to write a date in a get. You have to, cause of loss, Christus, you write to the, the Nusach that you're divorcing her, but a date and a get, there's no such a thing, Menatayra. Chachamim instituted that you have to write a date and a get. So here, this Mishnah will tell us this halacha, and the Gemara will explain the reason for why Chachamim required a date and a get. The get was written by day, but and it was also signed on that very same day. So a get that's written, until it's signed, the document is not a valid document at all. So the, the whole validity of the, of the document is by the signature. So if it was written and signed on the same day, so you have the date that they wrote on it, is the same when the day when the get actually became a valid get, because it was signed on the very same day. Or the same thing by Lila, it was written at night and then it was signed at night, so it becomes a valid document on the same date that it was written. Or another example where it's the same date that it was written by Lila, the get was written at night, and and it was signed the following day, so it's the same date, and the night and the day is the same day. So in all, these in all these examples, kosher. So the get is kosher because it has a proper date on it. But however, you write the get by day, but it wasn't signed until the following night. So the get does not become a kosher to get until the following, following night. But meanwhile, it has a date from the previous day when it was written. So possible. So because it has a date that's earlier when it actually became kosher, so it's possible. Not the right date on it. Hmm. However, Rab Shimon says a get that has an earlier date will still be kosher. Shahoya Rab Shimon Oimer. Rab Shimon used to say, all other documents, any money documents that are written by day and are signed at night. So it has an earlier date than the time that it actually became a valid document. All of those documents will be possible. When it comes to a get used for a divorce, over here, the fact that it has an earlier date doesn't matter. And the reason for this simply is, when it comes, Rashi says, all other gitten, let's say a loan or sales. So over there, let's use the example of a loan. So if you're writing a, a date on a loan, it's very relevant to know from what time does the lender have the right to collect from your properties that you own. And if you sell off those properties from, from that time, from that date going forward, if it was sold after that date, when those properties became a shubid, there was a lien on those properties for the lender to collect from them. So if it was sold after that time period, the lender can come and confiscate those properties. But if you're going to write an earlier date on this document, so then you're going to come and confiscate those properties from the buyer from that earlier date when, when they really you didn't even borrow the money from that time period. So therefore, writing an earlier date gives them rights to confiscate shaloi kedin from, some, from someone that bought a property. So therefore, by, by money matters, it's very important to have the right date, not an earlier date. But when it comes to a get, a get is just a divorce. She's not collecting anything with this get. And the Rishayim actually add that even the ksuba that she collects, but the right of the Isha to collect aksuba begins from the time of marriage. 
the shibud on the karkois that the, and the properties that the husband owns starts from the time of marriage. So the date of the get doesn't matter. So therefore, <coughs> the court of Shimon says, there's no need to have the right date on a get. Okay, the Gemara will explain more, two, two understand, different versions to understand the Machlekes here of the Tanakhama and Rav Shimon. Let's see. But no first, need or does it make a difference? Again? There's no need or does it make a difference? You don't, you don't have to, it's, it looks like from the Mishnah that it's saying that you don't need a, a, a date altogether, according to Rav Shimon. Well, we'll, we'll see more in the Gemara. But first, the Gemara will bring, Bechlal, the source, why do you need a date and a get altogether? If you don't need a date on a get for collecting the Ksuba money, so then, so what is the date on a get, Bechlal? It must have the following machlaikis. Why did Chachamim institute that a get should have a date on it? It's because of a person's wife that may be his niece. That's the translation of the Gemara. Now, what does this mean? What this means is what happens if a person's wife is his relative and therefore he's close to her and he has Rahmanis on her? Even in a case where she went and she had a relationship with someone else as an Ashish while she's married to him. What happens if a woman has a relation with someone else as an Ashish? She's Chayv Misa. She's Chayv Chenek. But now, this is a woman that's close to you. She's your relative and you want to save her life. How are you going to save her life? Write a get. Give her a get without a date. And then, when Bezal is going to say that she's Chayv Misa for what she did, come to the get and bring the get and look. Say, she was divorced when that happened. When this story happened, she was already divorced. And the get has no date on it. And he'll cover up for her to, to say that she was already single at that point. Okay, so now, the Rishayim say that, or the Mepharshim say, that when the Gemara gives this example of Basa Chaysay, it's just giving an example of a person's wife that's someone that he cares for and is very close to him and he's ready to cover up for her even after she does something like this. But it doesn't necessarily mean Dafka Basa Chaysay, this could be in, in other cases as well, where a person wants to cover up for his wife that was Mizana and his Chayv Misa, so then he could just use a get without a date to cover up for her. So you write the date on the get. So now we can't, usually in other places, this is known as Shami Yechapa. Yechapa means that he might cover up for her. So that, that's why you have to have a date on the get. Okay, so according to this reason, the main point is not to write a earlier date on the get to cover up for her. Shlokish Omar, Shlokish says, no, the reason for a date on a get is completely different. We're actually concerned that he may write a, a later date. Mishom Paytas. And the reason is because of Paytas, the fruits because during the time when a husband's married, so he has the nichse melug. Nichse melug are those properties that belong to his wife. But while he's married to her, the husband is the one that has the rights to use all the fruits, to sell them, to make business out of them. It doesn't only mean literally fruits from a property, but let's say his wife owns a home and it's a rental property. So who's the one that gets the income of the rental? The husband. It's, that's the fruit sort of, the, the, what comes out of this property. So while they're married, he has the rights to use this for himself. So what's a husband going to do if he's divorcing his wife? He's going to write a later date on the get, and she's going to come to him and say, why are you still getting income from my properties? So he's going to take a look at the get, that the get says that we were still married at this point. And the truth is that he gave her the get earlier on. So he may write a later date in order to get continued use of his wife's properties. So therefore you have to write a, get on the de- a date on the get. Again, what did I just say before? I said that... Uh, He's going to write a later date. The point of it is not that he's going to write a later date. No, no that's not the problem. Aidan Besden will not allow him to write a later date. But the problem is that if there's no date on the get, that's the issue. If there's no date on the get, so then he's going to say that I divorced you at a later time. So therefore you have to write a date so we know exactly when it is that he owes her the money. If he took anything extra, he has to give her back. Says the Gemara, Reish Lakish, my time, Aliyah, Makarab 
Why did Rish Lakish not say like Rabbi Yechanan's reasoning? Amalach, Rish Lakish will answer you because that's not something that's common. This story that Rabbi Yechanan says, that the Chamba concerned, a wife will be Mizana and then he's going to try to cover up for her, that's very uncommon. Now, Taisus here does point out, it doesn't mean to say that the, the, the possibility of znus happening is not common because the very first mission in Ksubis that says that marriage should be on a, a Wednesday is related to a concern about znus. But this concern here about znus, that a husband will, that will then go and cover up for his wife, that's not common enough for Chachamah to make a special takana to write a date on the get. Wednesday's the best. Uh, regarding over there to have no 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 to have the best and available that that's the halacha of uh, the first mishnah in, in Subas. Okay, but Rabbi Yechenen, my time alama kerish lakish. Not Rabbi Yechenen, why did he not say like the reasoning of Rish Lakish that were concerned that the husband will claim that he divorced her at a later time? Kasava, the answer is because he holds yesh lebal pedis at shas nesina because the husband has the rights to collect his fruits from the properties that she owns till the time of the giving of the get. So therefore, how is it going to help to write a date on the get? You can write a date on the get from today till tomorrow, but there's nothing you can prove from there. Because the, the date on the get could be written whatever time it was, but you could end up giving the get much later. So the date of the get proves nothing. So therefore, that doesn't help you at all. There's no, there's no point in writing the date on the get for this purpose, so that now we can prove up until which point he was allowed to use the fruits. Anyways, the fruits is not related to the writing of the get. It's relating to, to when you give the get. That's Rashi's Pshat in this Gemara here. Okay, there's a big Arichas and Taisis about this, but that, that's how Rashi learns this Gemara. Okay, now says the Gemara, coming back to our Mishnah. We had a Machlaikis between the Tanakama and Rav Shimon. According to Rish Lakish's explanation of what the point of writing a date and a get is, we could actually explain that Rav Shimon doesn't disagree with this entire concept here of writing a date and a get. But we can understand why Rav Shimon is saying that if the get, if the if you wrote the date on the get, and then it was signed the next night or maybe the next day, nevertheless, Rav Shimon holds the date that's written when the get when on the writing of the get, that's perfect. And we can understand why Rav Shimon says so. So Rashi here explains that this is based on something the Gemara is going to actually say later that according to Rav Shimon, the husband's rights to the fruits of his wife's property is only until when the get is written. Not until when the get is signed, mm -hmm. and for sure not until when the get is given to her. And the reason is, Rashi says, the moment we see a husband writing a get, that means he sort of made that decision that he wants to divorce her, or at least he's considering it very, very strongly. From that point on, he loses the right to use any of the fruits of his wife's property. Mm -hmm. So therefore, Rab Shimon says, if you have the date written on the get by the time of the writing of the get, even though it was only signed later or was given later, that doesn't matter. The main thing is to know what the date was when the get was written, because it's only up until that point that he could collect the fruits of his prop of the properties of his wife. That's the reason for Rab Shimon, according to Rishlakish. But according to Rab Yechinen, my time that Rab Shimon the Why does Rab Shimon say that you write a date on the get when it was being written? And then it's only signed until the next night, and it comes out that you have an earlier date on the get. It should still be a problem, according to Rabbi Yechina. What was the problem, according to Rabbi Yechina? That a person would want to cover up for his wife that was Mizana. He would want to try to prove that she was single at that time. Says Rashi, isn't it possible that this nus happened on that very day? So he quickly goes and writes a get with the date of that day. And then it, it's not signed and it's not given to her until the evening. And then he says, look at the get. She was already single at this time. So isn't there still a problem that he may be covering up for her? 
Amalach Rabbi Yechenen, so Rabbi Yechenen answers, you're right, I'll leave it, Rabbi Shimon, loy kamina. I have not said the, my explanation for the reason of the date of a get according to Rabbi Shimon. Ki kamina, I'll leave it My reason is according to the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon that say that you must have the date of the writing and the signature of the get in the same time. It's, it's, it can only go according to the Rabbanon. It doesn't fit with Rabbi Shimon's opinion. Okay, so now according to this, the Gemara turns around and says, so if so, so now we understand according to Rabbi we have now a perfect explanation. What's the argument between Rabbi Shimon and the Rabbanon? Rabbi Shimon say the point of writing a date is for, the, for us to know up until what point the husband can eat from the fruits of his wife's property. And Rabbi Shimon holds that's that, that up until what point is that? Only until when he decides to write a get. So therefore, if the signature of the get takes place later, it doesn't matter. So that's Rabbi Shimon. And the Rabbanan say, no, there's an additional concern that he may want to cover up for his wife that was Mizana. And therefore you have to have the proper signature, you have to have the proper date that is for the time when the get was signed. So we have a good explanation for the argument here between the Rabbanan and Rabbi Shimon. But according to Rishlokish, what is the difference? What is the explanation of the argument between Rabbi Shimon and the Rabbanan? Or essentially, the Gemara is really asking, what's the reason for the Rabbanan? Why would there be a problem if there's a date on the get for the day that it was actually written? If the husband only has the rights to the, to the fruits of his wife's property until the time when the get was written, so who cares if it was signed on a later date? The main thing is the writing of the get. Says the Gemara, no, this itself is actually the argument here. Those fruits, those in, that income that comes from the properties of his wife, from the time when the get was written until when the get was actually signed, that's what they're arguing about. Rab Shimon holds, like we said before, that only until a person writes a get for his wife does he have rights to the fruits of his wife's property. The moment he writes a get, he loses those rights. But the Rabbanan say, no, the husband has the rights for the fruits of his wife's property until when the get is signed. So therefore, you have to have the date for when the get is signed. You can't have, if the date was earlier, so then it's not the right date for the get. That, that's what they're arguing about. Then again, to up until what point the husband has the rights of the fruits of, his, uh, property, of the property of his wife. Okay, but now it comes out, based on what the Gemara said before, before the Gemara said that Rabbi Yechenen did not want to learn like Rish Lakish, because Rabbi Yechenen held that actually the husband has the rights to the fruits of his wife's property even further, till the time that he actually gives the get, not only the writing, not the signing, but until he gives the get. So the date on the get is irrelevant. But we have a clear statement where it says the opposite in the opinions of Rabbi Yechenen and Rish Lakish. The Itmar, we learned in another place as follows. From what point forward do we take away that income that the husband took from his wife? Rabbi Yechenen says, from when the get is written, he loses the rights of the income of his wife's property. From the time when it's given to, when the get is given to his wife. The exact opposite that we said over here. Over here, Rishlakish is the one that says that it goes by the time of the writing or the signing of the get. And Rabbi Yechenen is the one that it says that it goes by when you give the get to her. Says the Gemara Eipach, you're right, you're going to have to switch around the names over here in this uh, statement that we just brought here now, has to switch around to fit with what we said before. Amalea Bayel Rav Yasef. Again, again. According to Rav Yechenen, for this purpose of knowing till when he has the rights to the fruits, the, the, the date is, is useless, correct? So it's from the time of the giving or the time of the. That's the argument here, that's the argument of Rav Yechenen, Rish Lakish, yeah. 
Amalei Abayi of Yosef. Now Abayi asks Rav Yosef another question on this whole thing here. Gimel Gitten Psulim. So there's a Mishnah later in the Masechta. This was quoted earlier as well. That there are three Gitten that Midrabanan are possible, but Ve'im Nisis, if the get was written and but and it was used, and she went and got married to someone else, Havlat Kosher. So the get is Kosher, and the child born will be Kosher. The child won't be a mamza. She's not an Eishesish. And one of them that's listed in that Mishnah is a get without a date. Bidiyeve, that get is kosher. So he asked him, if so, ma'il chachamim betakanosam. What did chachamim accomplish with their takana? Chachamim wanted that you should have a date and a get, so this husband should not have the ability to cover up for his wife that she was single at the time when she was mezana. But the thing is, though, bidiyeve, such a get is kosher. So, so bidiyeve, the get could be written without a date, and then he'll pull out this get and say, look, she was single at that time. And says to Yasser, out of Yasser, answered him, Ahana, what it helps is, you can't write such a get, and you can't get married with such a get that has no date on it. So now she says, what the Gemara means to answer is that therefore, a Bezdom won't write such a get, a cipher. A cipher is usually the one that you, a person doesn't write a get himself. A cipher writes a get, he's not going to write a get without a date. Adam won't sign a get without a date. So therefore, no get like this will be written, so he won't be able to use such a kind of a get to cover up for his wife. But the Gemara asks, isn't there a concern something else could happen? So a husband will have to get written up properly with a date, but then he'll cut off that line that has the date on it. He'll cut it out. And he'll give her the, de- the get without the date, and then he'll still use it to cover up for her without the date. When cutting it off, so off the date. He'll, he'll cut off the date. <laughs> so my, so, so, um, <laughs> So what, what's going to be, what's going to happen in such a situation? Can't the husband still cover up for his wife, giving her a get without a get, uh, date? Amalei, sort of Yesav answered him, Leramai loy chashinon. For this kind of a ramai, how do I translate ramai? A shameless deceiver, okay? So for a deceiver to do this, we're not, uh, we're not concerned for this. So Rashi explains, because this is a pretty detectable uh, thing. You can see that something was cut out over here. A person is going to be afraid to do such a thing and he'll be detected as a Ramai. So therefore, we're not concerned with this. The Gemara says, uh, asks now another Shiloh. So we spoke about the fact that a get has to have a date, but it didn't, we didn't specify what date exactly does it have to have. Now, Kosov Boy Shavua. How about you write a date which is a very broad date, not a very specific date at all. Shavua means the date which group of seven years of Shmite are we in? <laughs> Every group of seven years is divided as seven years, another seven years. So you're right, which Schmitte, which group of seven years of Schmitte this get was written in. That's the time, that's the, the date of the get. <coughs> or Chaydish, you write, or Shana I missed, right? You write which year the get was written in. Or Chaydish, you write the date of what the month the get was written in. Or Shabbos, you write the week that it was written in, but you don't write the exact date. So my, what would be the Allah then? Is such a date acceptable? Amalei, so Rav Yisr said, yes, kosher. Even a date, a get with such a kind of date will still be kosher. But the question is, if so, ma ha'ilu chachamim etakanosam. So what did chachamim accomplish with their takana to write a get with such a kind of a date? So he answered him, well, it does have still some benefit. Ahanu, what it helps is, l'shavua dekamei. That if, if, for example, even if you're writing a get only for this seven years of Shemitah is when it was written, so it, you know that it wasn't written in the previous seven years of Shemitah. So if she was Mizana in previous seven years of Shemitah, and you're trying to cover up for her for that, so with such a get that has a later date of the next seven years of Shemitah, you can't cover up for her. So it helps at least for that. 
or according to the reason of Rish Lakish, that the husband is trying to use the fruits of his wife's property going later, but it will help that we know that he didn't divorce or he didn't write this get at a later, the next seven years. So at least it helps for that. And then he says to him as follows, you, you, might, you may ask, so writing such a broad date, it doesn't really help fully, it only helps partially. So he says, well, even if you write the actual day of the get, it, it can't help fully. <coughs> if you're not going to follow this reasoning, when you do write the actual day of the get, the actual date itself, what day it is, will you know whether it was written in the morning or in the afternoon? So it's still possible for in, within the same 12-hour period of a day, or even the 24-hour period of a day, the night, the night and the day, so it's possible that she was Mizana earlier on in the day, and the get was written later on in the day, and he's covering up for what she did earlier on, or it's possible that he's using the income of properties from later on in the day, so it's still possible to play around. But the date does help that we know that it wasn't written the day before, and we know that it wasn't written the following day after. So, so too, Ahani, with this get, is beneficial that we know that it wasn't written the period of seven years before, or and it wasn't written the period of seven years after. That's the answer to the Gemara. But it's pretty hard to understand what the Gemara is saying here because soft, soft, the husband could uh, play around with this. I mean, if he finds out his wife was Mizana, so he'll just write a get with a date, with a very broad date like this, and he'll be able to save her. Yeah, the Mepharshim will deal with this question, but that's, that's the title of the Gemara here. Oh, yeah.